Satsang Podcast by Sri, remaining unaffected and uninvolved. When we hear these words, to be unaffected and uninvolved, or to not be affected and to not be involved, we think that this sounds like a very desirable thing to live your life and just be able to watch all the changing situations that are happening. Sometimes they're favorable, sometimes they're not favorable, sometimes things go as you plan, sometimes they don't. So it would be nice, the mind thinks, to be able to just accept things as they are. Let them come, let them go, and not get affected, and not be involved to the point where you suffer, where you have pain, where you have uneasiness, where you have anxiety, worries, and fears. So when we hear these words, this sounds like that would be a nice thing. And for the meditator, we want to really begin to observe as to what this really means. Because as soon as you wake up in the morning, as soon as you become an I, identified as this I, and mind with its thoughts, needs, wants, preferences, past, future, then automatically you become affected. You become involved in your life. So then it appears that there's no way to not be affected, to not be involved in the changing situations that occur, although you'd certainly like to be free from them. So as a meditator, you begin to become aware that in the waking state, this is not possible because the nature of the waking state is such that sometimes things go your way, sometimes they don't. And the nature nature of the waking state is such that as soon as you wake up in the morning, the divisive intellect is there and you begin to think through that vision of dualistic thinking, where there's you as an I, identified as your personality, your qualifications, your profession possibly, your family members, whether you're a mother or a father or a sister or a brother or a child, and this life goes on in that manner. But for the meditator, we begin to observe that when you close your eyes in meditation, something else happens, some other perception happens. So remaining unaffected or uninvolved cannot be possible in the waking state. The waking state itself is a state of mind, is a state of duality, is a state of involvement. And this is where these teachings can fall short because if one believes that they can remain in the waking state, that you can remain as a waking state person and become unaffected and uninvolved, this will not be possible. And not even desirable because it's not that you want to become like a rock and something sad happens or somebody passes and there's no reaction in the physical system or 
something good happens and you're not happy or elated or celebratory if some achievement is uh, has occurred so it's not that you want to be as if you're anesthetized and like you would be in the hospital under some anesthetic where you're not feeling anything that's not the state that we're talking about so what are we talking about we're talking about the fourth state of consciousness we're talking about the state that you observe in your meditation when you examine your mind and you see that there is another state because when you start to meditate you observe that you sit down and you close your eyes and as soon as you close your eyes there's a space that's quiet there's a space behind all the thoughts all the situations all the personality all the identities all the qualifications just like we always bring in the analogy of deep sleep because that is a way that you can see that you're not only waking state consciousness because every night when you go to sleep and you're soundly asleep what they call deep sleep you're unaffected you're uninvolved it's just silence for that time but there's no you there in deep sleep to know you're unaffected to know you're uninvolved to know that you're free to know that you're pure there's no consciousness in deep sleep. So in the waking state, in contrast to the deep sleep state, now there's a you, there's an I, you're conscious, consciousness arises, duality arises, a changing field arises, and everything happens from that state of consciousness. So we hear the words, remain unaffected, remain uninvolved, remain the watcher, the knower, just watch all your thoughts and remain uninvolved. But in the waking state, one becomes aware that this is not possible. Sometimes you're affected by a thought. It's a good thought, you feel good. It's a negative thought or somebody says something to you that's said to you in anger or agitation and you feel angry back, you feel agitated. You feel love for some people, and you feel dwaish. You feel rag, attachment, and you feel an aversion to other things and other people. This is the functioning of the waking state, so it's not supposed to function any differently than this. So as the one who's examining and inquiring, you become aware that that's how the waking state individual mind-body functions. You can bring in more, say, positive thinking or constructive thinking and feel a little bit better in the waking state, feel a more comfortable within dual dualistic vision, as some people seem to do, or you can just be a victim to it and just whatever is occurring, just go with that and, say, plan your life so that you can Although you're identified and you're involved and you're uncomfortable and you're upset a lot and you're suffering a lot, you look forward to maybe a vacation time when you can just go and relax and reduce your stress levels and feel good for some time. However, 
If you take your mind with you, you might notice that even on vacation, those thoughts are there, they plague you. The past, the future, what will happen, what has happened, and so on and so forth. So for the meditator now, who's evoking, we can say, this fourth state of consciousness, this higher state of consciousness, where you're uninvolved or unaffected, we want to analyze or examine as to what this means. Because as we said, for the waking state person, you will become affected. There's sanyog, there's you, the self, the knower, and you're mixing with your thoughts, you're becoming this I personality body, and then everything will function from that perspective, from the waking state perspective. And in the deep sleep state, you become aware that you're not affected, you're not involved with anything. But there's no consciousness there. There's no one to say, I am free. I am that being. I am pure free forever. So then, of course, there's the dream state where it's completely illusory. You can experience anything. You can become a different person. You can see people that are no longer uh, physical forms that have passed. You can imagine even your own death and then wake up from it. So anything is possible in the dream state. It's completely illusory. But then when you wake up into the waking state, you say, now this state is real, and the dream state was an illusion. However, for the meditator, for the yogi, now we want to wake up from the waking state into the fourth state and see that the waking state is actually illusory. It's changing. It might be a longer kind of dream, because it lasts maybe 80 to 100 years rather than one night's sleep, but it's also changing. So it's not permanent. So now in the fourth state, if we bring in this idea of remaining uninvolved or unaffected, like you were in deep sleep, we see that's not possible because now some consciousness has arisen and there's a you there. There's this illusory existence that appears of forms, of changes, of situations, of your life. So for the meditator, the vision now becomes one of pure consciousness. So rather than the conscious mind, which is dualistic, which is vasana, which is desire-based, becoming happy through achieving certain things or getting certain people in your life or having certain relationships or having certain foods or having certain sensual pleasures to invoke the senses in a certain way and attaining your desires of the senses and of the mind and of the ego. So that would be waking state. Now in the fourth state or in the higher state of consciousness, the turiya state, you become aware that the you that you thought think you are in the waking state is not who you are. That you are now de-identified from that waking state you and you know yourself as the vastness even greater than the sky of the ho as the whole. This is oneness. This is the vision of oneness. So in that fourth state you're experiencing yourself as that vision of oneness. So any thoughts vrittis that appear in the mind that previously led your attention through vyutan vritti into separation 
into duality now are all nirodha. They're all vrittis, they're all waves as that whole ocean, as that pure consciousness, rather than as the changing forms, mind, and thought waves. So, although the mind, as it's purified, doesn't have the same types of vrittis that maybe you had before, because now you're established in peace, so you're not looking for your desires to fulfill you, you're not looking to gain happiness and to avoid unhappiness. The system naturally functions that way because that's the functioning of the physical form, but you're not that, you're uninvolved with that. So it's not that you're like a rock and you're unmoved and you're untouched by anything. You're the whole, you're everything. So all is going on, the body is functioning the way it does in its illusory functioning to get the maximum peace, lifespan, health, and, and so on and so forth. But you are the pure being. That is you. And the body functioning like a vehicle, you take care of it in the way you would take care of anything close to you. And you bring it what it wants what it needs. If there's pain, you go to the doctor, you take care of it, and you know it's functioning. But you being uninvolved doesn't mean that the body doesn't feel something. So it's not like as if you broke your leg, you wouldn't feel it, so you wouldn't go and get your bones reset. No, this is the functioning of the physical form, so it continues to function that way. And the body the pain signal will still come to the brain, but you are knowing you. So you're not limited to this one form. You're the whole. Now, of course, this is a very expanded vision. And as meditators, this is what the sadhana is. This is what the practice is. To every day in your meditation, close your eyes, watch the space, become that knower that you are. The Guru says, the Master says, you are already that, because from that vision of oneness, everyone is that. It's only the mind and the waking state that says you're not that, you haven't achieved that yet, so you have to work towards it. So it depends on which perspective you're viewing from, from the realized vision, from the Guru vision, from the vision of oneness, the vision of pure light, there is no darkness. When there's light, there's no darkness. From the vision of the waking state man, it's all light and darkness, good and bad, right and wrong, gain and loss. All the pairs of opposites appear. So the yogi, the meditator, has the full vision, the full vision, so that you can understand and certainly relate to the waking state mind of the individual that believes themselves to be a real form in a real world, functioning, gaining and losing, happiness and unhappiness. But the yogi, the meditator, knows the state of shant, of sum, of evenness, where there's always that peace. So even if there are waves, even if the situation is uncomfortable for the body, the yogi will move themselves out of the sun, protect the body from the heat, do all the things 
that the waking state man will do to preserve the form, to preserve the life, in fact in a better way because won't be caught in a situation where they, he or she will suffer because of it. So if you had to be in the sun and there was no way to be in the shade at that time, the yogi knows that he or she is free and can be do that for some time. And of course take all the, uh, the steps necessary to get free from that situation. But the pure freedom, the real freedom, is the knowledge of the self, is the pure self, which is, we say, is forever unaffected because it doesn't change. It hasn't changed into anything else. It hasn't become a human form. The self is just the self. And in meditation, you know that pure self, that pure knowingness, that unchanging being, which is at the very source always. So it's not like you have to find it or achieve it. You just have to be it, know it, at, that, at this very moment when you close your eyes, watch the space, and know you are that. I am that. I am pure. I am free. I am forever. The body might get affected. The mind might get affected. The body might be involved in a situation, playing it out completely, whatever the drama is just like in a movie actor or actress, but you are uninvolved, you are free. That you is not the body that's uninvolved. This is where we get, can get mixed up or caught. That you is the self that has never changed and has never been involved and has never been affected. So when you know that you, that's the only way to be totally unaffected or uninvolved or de-identified with your I because on the level of the eye, the body, the mind, the waking state, all that goes on. So you don't appear like a rock. You don't appear like you're under anesthesia or unconscious. Or you, sometimes people try to simulate this kind of experience and they walk around talking very softly, wearing all white clothes and not allowing their mind or controlling their mind in a way so that as if they're not affected by anything. But this is false because the realized being completely enjoys, plays life, can be any character, can be any personality, can even display anger or irritation, but he or she knows that he hasn't changed, she hasn't changed, she remains, he remains forever pure, forever free, immortal, blissful self. So the practice, the purpose of these podcasts is to every day place your attention on you through hearing the sounds of the words that come from that space of purity, of peace, of evenness, and by meditating on the space that is you, that is me, that is all, that is everything. And this continual absorption in the space will allow your mind, your ego, your antakaran, your inner instrumentality, manas, buddhi, ahankar, the mind, the intellect, and the ego to become absorbed in this pure being that is you, amaramham, Madhuram Ham, 
Amaramham, Maduramham, pure, free, and forever. Om Purnamida Purnamidam. It is the fullness of that Om. Nothing can be added to it to make you more. Nothing can be taken away from it that will make you less because it is unchanging, it is the whole, and that is you, pure, free, forever. So you can take a few minutes now to continue in your meditation on Amaramham, Madhuramham, allowing the sound vibration of the words that come directly from that source to lead your attention there. And then you know that that is the unaffected, de-identified, uninvolved state that always is that. And everything else is affected, is changing, is illusory, is the waking state, is the dream state, is the deep sleep state. But that fourth state, that turiya avastara, that highest awareness is forever shining as you. Om Shanti, Om Peace. May this peace be with you always.